welcome to the Bad Thought Therapy Podcast. I hope that you and yours are well. It's been another beautiful day in the neighborhood, beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I hope it has been a great one where you are too. It's been a couple of days since I've done an episode and I had to stop by after watching a special on Hulu and I want to talk about this story. There are many life lessons we can learn from this story. And that's why I do bad thought therapy. I try to, I see something, I hear something, I experience something, and I try to dive deep and find the lessons. And then I just share out the lessons for anybody out there who may be listening. And that's what I'm doing now. So I think the title of the special is a misnomer because it talks about betrayal and the perfect husband. And that definitely was not the case. And I want to get into that. But I'm going to title this episode, The Coverment, Coverment, Lessons from the Spencer Heron Story. So just the story in a nutshell, Spencer Heron um, was married to a woman, um, Spencer, they, he and the woman were actually college sweethearts, but um, he graduated before she did. She decided she wanted to kind of spend her senior year alone and so they separated and he went on with his life and he got married and he had had children at some point i guess he divorced and this woman and spencer heron got back together and so they had this big elaborate wedding and it wasn't long after that before she came home one day and there was a warrant for his arrest Um, she found him just kind of despondent sitting in the living room and there was a warrant and it was because he had um, um, assaulted um, a high school student. He was a high school teacher, among other things. But um, anyway, he was charged with, I think, rape. And, and I, I don't want to get the story wrong, but you can go back and look it up because that's really not, that's important. That's why he was charged. But there, the story has many layers to it. And the main thing is, is how do you avoid something like this from happening to you because this happens so much and I I watch a lot of these shows just to be informed and then I I try to teach what I've learned but you can watch the six o'clock news for yourself with all of the you know video presentations out there from all these different shows and cable and streaming and there's so much like this Spencer Heron story out there and I just want to try to help as many people as I can. So um, as the case began to unravel, what was discovered that Heron had had multiple countless sexual partners. Um, He was into a lot of sexual perversion. She discovered this from, you know, trying to shut down his Facebook after he was arrested Um, for what he did with the student. She was trying to shut down his Facebook account, but she discovered all of these emails and text messages. um, And the the whole documentary, or I don't know what you call it, I guess it's a documentary, but it it was done as a podcast. It's all about her sharing what she discovered and what happened to her. I don't know if, to me, and when I watch shows like that, what hurts me a little bit is that there wasn't any teaching any life lessons. At the end of the day, he went to prison, he got out, she lost everything. 
and she spent all her time and energy after he was arrested trying to go through what he did and how he did it when then she basically she put her focus on the wrong thing and as a result of that she could no longer work and she lost everything how do we stop this from happening and i, I want to first of all say my heart goes out to her there are a lot of women who are connected to men who are into sexual perversion and the thing that might be saving them from having the feds come break down their door is that that person might not be involved with the child but there are so many men out there and I don't know where to begin you know how to end it how to help people I just don't know but this sexual perversion is pervasive in our society and there is no way there is no way we are not affected by what we see there's no way and this is why on this podcast i emphasize how critical it is for you to monitor what you're watching because if you constantly watch something that's perverted or violent and you're not in a place where you know um spiritually where you need to be this stuff can become a stronghold and it can affect you now my daughter and i we get into conversations and debates about this and her thing is, you know, when we talk about nature versus nurture, she's a person that believes nature. Like you're born a certain way or you're born with a certain propensity. There's not much people can do. That sounds very hopeless to me. I don't embrace that. I do believe that I do understand clearly that all human beings have the capability of being vile and profane and perverted all human beings. And the right mixture and of, of feeding yourself with certain things can lead to you acting on it. So first you see it or you hear it, you think about it. This is why I do bad thought therapy because most of the time before a person is going to engage into something that is bad or foul, it always starts with a thought. They play out that thought and there is no interruption. There is no um, intervention, you know, spiritual intervention and therefore that person eventually and this is what happens all day every day they're going to act on it they're going to act on that darkness and so this man in a nutshell because i want to stay focused on the lessons and give you some red flags she said she didn't see any red flags the victim in this case um but there were some red flags and i want to talk about them so number one um you know i want I, and i i i've always struggled with this because i don't want anyone to think i'm anti-marriage or anti you know being in a relationship um, but I do know women who are so unhappy because they're not married. And then I know so many mar married women who are unhappy. And you're sharing your life with a person. And I know people say, marriage is hard, marriage is hard. And it doesn't have to be this hard. And I, I said, I'm going to do a spinoff called Marriage Therapy. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about it because that's another thing. I ended up watching um, Married at First Sight and there are a few other shows I watch. I haven't watched a lot of these shows, but what I do watch, every time I watch one, my blood pressure goes up. I joke about it, but it's true. Because what I feel is that the reason why the vast majority of marriages don't work is because of bad counseling. It's either because there's no counseling at all, or it's bad counseling if you get the wrong information. And so I just want to put my two cents out there. You know, I know people say, well, who are you? Well, I'm just a human being and I've been married. 
and I've been in relationships and I know some things and I just want to share some things I've learned and I live with my eyes wide open and there's a reason why over half of all marriages end in divorce and even those that don't end in divorce many of them end in separation so we're talking about maybe 70 percent of all the people that get married end up some kind of way either getting separated or getting divorced and you got a counselor now on every counter you got it on every corner you got stuff online and people are still not staying together people getting counseling for suicide they're still killing themselves killing others you know why it's bad counseling it's bad information I'm going to say this, and I want you not to miss this. At the heart of all suffering is a lie. I'll say it one more time. At the heart of all suffering is a lie. It starts with people believing something that's not true. And if you if you don't get the truth, you cannot grow in the right direction. And that is why... Countless people are suffering needlessly because they're being told a lie or they're internalizing a lie. They're getting, a, they're getting lies from somewhere. And so I, the reason why I really want to talk about relationships and marriage, because I have a lot of different views on things. Some of them I've had, my daughter's 33, I've had them 30 years ago. And now I hear, sometimes I hear a person say something that I talked about 30 years ago that I believe would be the key to people staying together happily and longer. And I'm like, yes, you know, because I don't have a wide platform and, a, you know, a sphere of influence, so to speak. So I'm like, somebody out there who has it, Lord, get this information out there. I want to talk about this. So the first thing I, I want to say, she, um, when she and Heron got married, the guy got married, he'd already had a wife and children and she, they were, you know, they were adults. I'm, I'm trying to figure out their ages. I want to say they were in their 40s. And I want women to know, and this is going to be so painful to say, but most men struggle with porn. Pornography is something that most men really struggle with. And many of them don't even really feel like porn is something bad. They don't feel like it's perverted, you know. Um, and I don't want to get too deep dive into that, but I do think that, you know how they say that marijuana, they used to say marijuana is the gateway drug. I think that pornography is the gateway to a lot of evil. And, and it's not just sexual. I'm talking about it gets their layers to this. And this guy, in the, I don't know why they did the show, but basically the show is about his perversion. So it talks about all kinds of perverted things that he did he had images of these things but here's the thing i'm talking about what i know not what i think or what i heard this is what i know i know there are a lot of men like that the things that he was watching the things that he was doing there are many men who do what he has done the only difference is that they're not they they might not have gotten a hold to a child yet they're on their way they don't stop this stuff and but that's where it gets really sadistic and i haven't done a podcast on the couple that adopted some boys and they sexually assaulted and abused these boys 
and with the they adopted the boys with the intent to do this and this did to me didn't get a lot of media coverage and I'm gonna I'm, I need to stop postpone, postponing this and do a podcast on it because sexual perversion is out there and I just I'm saying this because if you're going to be married to a man and you're going to get involved with any man I don't care who what he does for a living you know I don't care what his profession is I don't care what his education is you need to know in the back of your mind that he probably watches porn I don't know what the percentages are but I'm willing to bet will be willing to bet that there is only a small percentage of men that don't watch porn and even a smaller percentage who believe that porn is disgusting or vile so what you watch influences you if you watch porn all day then there's no way it just to me this is not complex that you're not going to act on something you see and you got to understand that pornography is a form of entertainment so the people in these videos they're acting because of the kind of things that they're doing in the videos and I've seen documentaries on this that many of these people are on drugs they suffer a lot of physical problems emotional and mental problems because the things that they're doing in these videos are unnatural they're, the human body is not even meant to do some of the things they do and if you're with a man, I want to help you to cover men. There are men who get married. And for some men, marriage is a cover. Because what it looks like to people on the outside, it may look like they're normal. It's used to mask their sickness, their perversion, their vileness. And so they don't really want to be married. But what marriage does it has so many benefits for them not only the financial benefits of sharing the finances with someone and being able to have more things because now they can you know share the finances if they can um but what it does is it masks that because it seems like okay he's married he's got a job went all behind that and I've, I've, I've seen so many like crime shows and there's so many shows where men would work every day and they were killers they were torturing women. They were raping women. And I'm not saying, please believe there are good men out there. There are men who are sane and there are men who are righteous. But y'all, I just want to know when you marry, if you're marrying and you're thinking that a guy would ever do this, like this heron guy, then you might be setting yourself up because many men do. They might be able to function and go to work and come home. But this porn stuff is out of control. And I'm going to tell you something. Years ago, and I saved the article, Time Magazine did a whole special on men who were trying to break their porn addiction and men who were trying to say how porn affected them. Now, you know, you can't get, and this is spooky, you cannot get the American Psychological Association, the American Medical Association to come out and tell people that how harmful this is. That's the nation that we're living in, ladies and gentlemen. You can't get the people that know. There's no way you can watch something and it not affect you. You can watch a hamburger commercial about Burger King and find yourself at Burger King. That's how, you cannot even drink. And now I, everything I watch, I tell you, I don't know. Everything I watch, they're drinking something. They're, they're advertising all kinds of 
drugs. They're advertised alcohol. They're advertising drugs, different prescriptions. If this thing on your body is hurting or you got this problem, you can take this. You cannot say people are not influenced. And that's why they have this, this, um, this platform anyway. That's why they advertise because they know if you see it, you it's a possibility that you're going to act on it. So I want to, I just want to say that how to avoid this is you need to keep that in mind. You need to always be aware before you get married, there needs to be a discussion about this. Now I know there, there are different women. Some women seem like they don't care if their husbands watch porn. Um, there, I heard a, a life coach recently say, a relationship coach recently say that there are women now who are telling women to watch porn with their husband. And I know for a fact, from my own personal experience, there are women that will say that to you. You know, you, you just watch it with them as if it's nothing. But um, if you're not a person and, you, you know, you don't, to me, you don't have to be that deep to know that if a man is watching this all the time, and especially what he's watching, that is going to affect your relationship because his expectations of you are going to change. And I, I know many women cannot do what these people do who are actors, who are paid, who have to take drugs, and they might think they can handle it. And that's the problem is that this porn is something that is not normal. It's, to, it's not normal to watch other people have sex. It's not normal to engage in act, act, you know acts that are unnatural and um, that are perverted and vile and then turn around and watch it and act like it's normal. And so if I'm just telling you, if you want to avoid the feds coming from your house, if you see your spouse watching porn all the time or in the computer, it's on his phone, be aware. And I strongly recommend that you separate immediately because it is like a portal. It opens that, that door for anything and everything happening. And you will see that person's expectations of you in the bedroom change. When a man is watching porn, especially he's watching other men have sex. You know, I didn't know this, but I mentioned this on another um, episode. I mean, I was talking to my daughter about this because I, I heard this relationship coach saying that he talked about the dangers of men watching men have sex with women, basically. But he was saying how that influences male the male appetite and how you know our psyche and how our brains work. And I said, well, I never thought about that. But I just want to warn you, that's how you can avoid this. Here's what happened in the Heron case and happens in a lot of cases. Heron got married with the right person because he knew that this woman loved him and cared for him and that she was innocent. And what he wanted to do was cover up his sickness. And marriage was a great way for him to look normal. The poor lady in my heart grieves for her because in a, in a certain way, I understand what she's going through to a certain extent. And it's because she spent all of her time and energy, her emotions, her mental um, energy, everything trying to understand it. And you cannot understand it um, in terms of you looking at it from a logical point of view. It doesn't make sense for people to want to sit and watch other people have sex. That doesn't make a lot of sense. It's spiritual. And at the end of the day, what's so sad is that, is I've said this on this podcast too a lot, is that our men are just not connected to God. They may be religious, they may, you know, they may go to church, but they're not, they're not, it's, it's not spiritual. So let me tell you something, you would fear the Lord 
if you really are connected to God, you have a fear of God. You know that your life can be taken at any moment. And you're not a person that's going to play with your soul salvation because when we leave here, you know, everybody knows, has heard of the concept of heaven and hell. And even if you didn't fully believe everything, you would, a, a person who is connected is not going to take that chance. Because let's say if it doesn't exist, I've given that quote by Rene Descartes, the French philosopher, if it doesn't exist, if hell doesn't exist, you've lost nothing. But if it does, you've lost everything. And a person who's really connected is not going to play with that. They may struggle with that, but what's going to happen is, is they're going to get to a point where if they really are connected and they're doing the, the spiritual work, the prayer, the listening, the meditation, the fasting, at some point they're going to see porn for what it is and that is absolutely disgusting and so at the end of the day um and this another thing that happened when we were watching the show at certain point my daughter said well god it's amazing she didn't get a std she didn't get a trans sexually transmitted disease well she did she ended up going to the doctor and finding out that she had a sexually transmitted disease i think some other people also had sexually transmitted disease because I was kind of watching it and not watching because I just said you know what this is so sad and this happens so often with women and to make a long story short um she did have a disease and she had something that she could be cured she was what I kept thinking was how fortunate she was that she didn't get an incurable disease because that's what happens when men watch this film and then they begin to act on it and they're going to be acting, you know, with different women. Um, and this is how they get their high by doing this perversion. They're actually getting high from the perversion. It's the perversion itself. And that's how you know you're totally disconnected. And there was a part of the, the documentary where she had a phone conversation with him and it was recorded. And he didn't see himself as perverted. He thought the people in prison who were um, masturbating publicly, that they were the ones that were sick. He didn't see what he was doing. And the images, you know, they didn't, they blurred out the images on the documentary, but they described the images. Absolutely disgusting. But here was the thing. This is so common. Just be aware of that, ladies, if you're getting in a relationship or you're in a relationship, because, you know, I watched um, the documentary about Jared, the subway guy, and the same thing, into porn, watching a lot of porn. His porn, his porn involved children, and he actually traveled overseas so that he could engage in perverted acts with children and um, evil acts. And so he ended up getting caught. And that's what most men, they might be, they know that what they're doing is, is filthy and wrong. So what they do is that, that might be their limitation, but they originally going to get there. But they got ways to slip in files, and at some point, just like these men, I got to do a podcast on that couple that adopted those boys just to abuse them and film. They filmed this. Um, that Jared, they all sick again. Porn was connected. At the end of the day, ladies, you have to be aware of that. That is a potential. That is a possibility. Um, very few men are connected to God, and they're not. They're going to find that filthy and disgusting. And they're not going to have to even struggle with wanting to watch that because they see it for what it is. And the way the enemy, our spiritual enemy, gets us is it's always going to look like it's harmless. 
it looks like it you know it appeals to our senses and it and it'll first it'll seem like it's not affecting you but it is so ladies you have to protect yourself the other thing is this um and this is what hurts me and i and i hate to say this but if you're not if you don't know if you haven't had a conversation about this issue then there's a strong possibility that that person is doing this and that you can lose everything now here's the other life lesson when you know none of us can find a perfect person we're not perfect you you're not going to find a perfect mate but i do want to say this when you see that a person is in this place this dark place this empty place what you have to do and i know it's hard you have the courage you have to have the courage to leave because you're going to lose regardless you're going to lose and in her case she lost everything and one of the reasons why she lost everything because she spent all her time and energy trying to understand it there are some problems some answers to some problems that go beyond our human effort and understanding you're you're not going to be able to understand why everything happens and you have to let that go and what she could have done powerful life lesson here if she had spent all her time thanking god and focusing on god number one he saved her from an incurable sexual disease it was exposed before it got even deeper because some of these people they get so deep and he was he was having sex with a lot of women and next thing you know you're dead because he's killed off one of the people and again it's a cover up and there are men like that and now and when you're middle age be real careful cuz a lot of men you know they're getting older they need that cover up they've been around in the streets they're not capable of loving because they're not they're not connected to god and so what happens is they're looking for someone that they can have a cover with please do not make yourself that person for them and before you get married if you're getting counseling this is the conversation you need to have what is your beliefs about porn some people they always oh, is harmless and it doesn't affect me and you know you hear all kinds of things and they got it all on their computer on their USB drives on everything they're watching it on their phone my daughter knew somebody that was watching porn while he was driving and ended up getting in a car accident and you know this stuff is real so i just want to tell you that here's the thing i felt bad for the woman in this case because she was heartbroken she loved this man and this was this is what i want to say too there are some people who can be married to you and they don't love you the reason why this man did all this is because he didn't love her the counselor that they tried to have on the um show was trying to talk about his narcissism and all of this he wasn't connected to god and when a man is not connected to god listen to me carefully he is incapable of loving another human being and here's the painful part she gave her heart she gave her mind she gave her body to a person who didn't love her the realization of that is one of the most painful things you can ever go through and I know I know from personal experience it hurts so badly so deeply but once you accept that was the truth and that was the reason why things happened the way they did then you have to focus on the one who does love you 
And that is the most high God who saved you. It could, she could have died. She could have gotten an incurable disease. She could have been maimed or disfigured. So many things could have happened. And I just wish that someone had told her, rather than spending all your time, you know, going through his emails and the pictures and all the sickness, you could spend your time focusing on God and his love and his grace and asking him to show you how to rebuild your life. And yes, she was embarrassed. She was hurt. All the, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a witness, but you have to move forward. So that's a life lesson from this. Ladies and gentlemen, my time is about to run out. Just remember, number one, you have to accept that porn and sexual perversion is um, affecting a lot of men. I'm going to put it like that, that way. You can't go into a relationship. You won't be blindsided when you go into a relationship understanding that this is a problem. And the reason why it's a problem is because it's normalized. It's not even considered bad. Number two, you, you need to have a conversation about this before you get married. Because if you don't, and this person is really bad off, next thing you know, just like this lady, just like the Jared case and so many other cases, the feds are going to be coming to your house. A time is running out. And above all, seek God first. Put all your time and focus on God. And let me tell you, you will have peace and joy. And you don't have to worry about losing everything you have in your life. Peace and abundant blessings. Take care.